Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. It's so hard. Like I like hosting things because I don't have to come up with something to say when we start. That's why I host Pothole, because like I can just be like, here's everyone else. I got nothing for you. But like now you do this, and then it's just like... I only do this because you kept fucking it up. That's not true at all. Mm. People can go listen to the... Bonus Married with Movies episode on patreon.com slash arcade audio and listen to you because I did not edit out the first two minutes why of you. Why did you edit that out? Why would I edit? That's gold. That's, uh, that is, actually I don't think it was on that episode. I think it was the results show. But it's kind of part, normally I would edit those. Flubs out. Those just fuck ups. Um, those aren't flubs, those are fuck ups. Um out but for patreon fuck it behind the scenes special bts yeah like that south korean band boy band why what are you talking about i don't know just because you lost an hq trivia on the fourth question i'm so tired and you want to reference the previous day when we almost made it all the way on boy band trivia and you're the one that fucked up the boy band trivia. i did fuck up the boy band trivia because you don't remember your jonas brothers i got everything else right i knew i don't remember my jonas brothers the Jonas Brothers weren't boy band you, hype when you I was were, young. But you were watching, you were still watching the Disney Channel bullshit. Bullshit, you were watching like it. Lemonade Mouth and like yeah. whatever. And Sunny with a Chance because yeah. I had to know all the sketch comedy because we were in a sketch comedy troupe. I had to make sure they didn't do it on the show. And then people called us like plagiarists. Samantha, we were Which writing, isn't a word. writing sketches about dicks and farts. They had and those things. You don't know what was on that rape. show. You didn't watch it. You don't know what was on that show. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're 100% wrong. All right, if you're new here, we're married, and we hate each other's guts, and we like to watch movies. That's the only way we can get through this marriage, it seems, It's watch movies, and that's why there's 200 and something episodes of this. I think this is 216. Cool, not enough. Coming down 216, Gimmick Street. It's my Steve Austin impression. How's it going? I'm still called Steve Austin. I mean, how many packs of cigarettes have you smoked? Not enough in the past five years, I'll tell you that much. That's wrong. That's that's really sad. Look, I, I've been a non-smoker for five years. I miss it every day. If I go and walk down to the mailbox at work, there's always some fucking dive from the fucking meat department standing outside smoking a goddamn cigarette. I'm like, oh, man, I want that cigarette. But I also like my life, so I don't do it. Thank you very much. Now, my other new impression's coming on later. I don't know when he's going to pop up, but... It's, but brace yourselves, it's, it's gold. Gonna, it's going to be fucking mad, just like yeah. the tooth in his mouth. There's a teaser for you. Um, it's October 2nd, 2018. I hate you so much. I know. That's the point of us doing this. Not much to report. Life has kind of gotten as close to back to usual as it can be. 
Yeah, you're not sick at the moment. I feel oddly fine. What? Feeling strangely fine. Isn't that the name of a, uh, shit, it's either a Matchbox 20 or like a semi-sonic album, Feeling Strangely Fine? I'm sure. That's how I feel right now. Um, so we're good there. Baby's good. I have a five-day weekend coming up. Happy Columbus Day to all y'all. I guess this is kind of appropriate. This is our Columbus Day episode. <laughs> you know. Touche. It's about the history of America. Touche. Although, Columbus isn't mentioned anywhere in this. No, as in, he should be. Fuck Chris. Hey, Christopher Columbus. If you're listening, go fuck yourself. But thanks for the day off director, of work. Director Christopher Columbus tying it in the movies. Hey, hey, hey. What? Yeah, no, he can fuck himself. No, he's not. He's not that bad. He made the two worst Harry Potter movies. Well, I know, but I mean, the first two in any series of eight is always going to be the worst. No, they're not. The Empire Strikes Back. Technically, the first two in that series. No, no. no. So, yeah, so let's get into the podcast. If you're wondering where this podcast came from, we already talked about Patreon. So, um... We started this year doing uh, awards for the movies we watched, but we enjoyed it so much we've retroactively gone back and given out awards for every previous year of the podcast. We've done for 2015. We've done for 2016. You can now go to um, our website, um, the Patreon website, and subscribe so you can listen to the nominations. But you can also still vote by going to arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets. The poll is up right now for the 2014 uh, nominees. Every year, we do a category that is the movie we should have watched. We each um, nominate films that we have already nominated. Right. And you guys pick which one we actually do. We've done that twice so far with The Cabin in, uh, the cabin in the Woods and Up. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was the and 2015 winner. Somebody went and cheated and voted multiple times for this movie, so I'd have to watch it. I, you know, I take way too much pride in these things, and I would never cheat to influence anything. I never cheated on a Pick'em. I never cheated on a Twitch. I never tweeted on anything. Tweeted on something? Yeah. I've never cheated on any of this crap because I care too much. (laughs) I probably should cheat, but I don't. So um, this, thankfully, eked out a victory um, against uh, some good candidates, but there was none better than a movie I've been talking about since the very... Since 2015, I've wanted to rewatch... So I've only seen it once, and we'll get into that here in just a minute. The film is 1776. Uh, I will read the box oh, because you will. I didn't catch up. Yeah, just yeah. fair warning, I, I can't really read this quote at the bottom because I couldn't get the security label Okay, off. I think that's fair. That's so fair. Just to let you, you know. Okay, that's, uh, that's fair. Based on the Tony Award-winning Broadway musical, 1776. The Wall Street Journal gave it a wonderful review. I can't read because of the sticker at the bottom. 1776 is a musical celebration of the founding of the United States of America based on the award-winning Broadway production. The story centers around the tough and unyielding John Adams, played by William Daniels, the charming and pragmatic Benjamin Franklin, played by Howard Da Silva, the brilliant young Thomas Jefferson, played by Ken Howard, and the rest of the Continental Congress. All events lead up to that most significant historical date, July 4th, 1776. Presented in a full high definition with theatrical quality audio, experiences cinematic musical classic all over again in Blu-ray. Ooh, ooh, lucky, lucky, lucky. You know, I'd like to point out that um, if you're wondering why, you know, that seemed contentious, uh, up, up until episode 250, we 
Have a bet. I have a bet going on who's going to fuck up reading the box the most. And Samantha's currently winning that bet handily, but I no longer am like all up in her fucking grill, like like basically breathing for her when she's reading. She's like all up my fucking nose, waiting for me to just like misspeak like the fucking Nerdenheimer that she's like, oh, I'm sorry, you said uh, this and said something else. So excuse me, I was patiently fuck you waiting very much. here. You let, can just sit back. Let me just recap real quick. Sure. That was the ninth box you've read. Mm-hmm. You've f- fucked up seven times. Yes, I have. I have read 16 boxes, mm-hmm. and I fucked up four times. Yeah. 25%. It's You're so at early. like 90%. It's early. I'm not at 90%. You don't know how to do fucking math. I'm almost at 80. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm... 77.77. 1776, am I right? So Get the uh, fuck out of so here. So this movie, uh, everybody in elementary, let's talk about watching movies in elementary, middle, and high school, huh? Or just like TV in general. Do you watch this in elementary school? No, I'm just saying like like the, like the progression. Because like elementary school, what do you remember watching in elementary school? The Little Mermaid. So I, we watched a lot of, like, Disney movies. I remember, like, my third and fourth grade teacher, like, they just weren't fucking real teachers. They would just be like, oh, just bring in VHS tapes and we'd watch them. So I was brought in, like, I remember watching fucking Power Rangers. I just bought Free Willy. Cool, cool, cool. Cool Runnings. Cool. I went to a school that actually valued education, so we didn't have days where we just watched VHSs. We learned. Well, I mean, we did that as well, but, like, on special days. No, no, we learned. Oh, yeah, and you've done so well. Um, Better than you. Get on the fourth question of HQ trivia about mm-hmm. pants. Way and what go. was your SAT score? Hmm? I didn't fucking need my SAT score mm-hmm. because yeah, because you couldn't take it. You uh, had to take the ACT instead. No, only pricks have to take the ACT. Have you ever even paid attention to my life ever? That's not the story at all. My SAT score was fine. I took the ACT as a backup, and oh. I didn't even fucking take the ACT. So fuck you. I just want to see if you're paying attention. You're a bitch. You know that you're a fucking bitch. Um, I'm trying to have a conversation, and you just... You keep throwing out that I got out in the fourth question of HQ Trivia, because I didn't know the difference between Palooza pants and Harem pants. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> we watched... To go back to my point, it was going to be really nice and, like, nostalgic, and you ruined it. Okay, tell um, me. You know... Bill Nye's Science Guy, mm-hmm. Magic School Bus. Cool. I remember a show called The Letter People. Do you remember The Letter People? No, I don't know what that Fucking is. Fucking love The Letter People. Shout out to The Letter People. They're not real things. Leather People? The, yeah, like we're... Leather? Like... No, Letter. L-E-T-T-E-R. Letter uh, The people. Leather People we watched in high school, but that was in my buddy's house. You know what I'm saying, man? We watched Letter People. Um, what the what fuck that was, was that? No, middle school is when we started watching, like... I think we still were watching fucking Bill Nye for whatever reason. Because um, it was science. Yeah, but we watched... I don't remember what we watched in middle school. The only thing I remember is we watched, like, there was some L. Frank Baum, like, made-for-TV movie with John Ritter. Because we were reading, like, The Wizard of Oz. So, like, a lot of stuff. High school, though, is when you start watching, like, actual movies and documentaries. I remember we watched, for no reason at all, we watched uh, The Patriot, which is, like, the least historically accurate fucking movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, like, a lot of, like, different science documentaries and whatever. But my the only thing I remember watching and liking in my ninth or 10th grade history class in high school was 1776. I wasn't even in theater yet. I wasn't even a theater kid yet. And just something about it, like, it's funny. It's 
uh, it's just different. Like, it's not like something you would normally watch in school. And I don't know why, but we like would reference it and quote it all the time. Even you're a fucking nerd. Even Tony, like Tony wouldn't even go to school with us, and just like somehow I, because Tony's a fucking more, nerd more than anybody. Like I remember, like we'd just be like vote yes, vote for independence, eh? and then somebody open up a window. Like there's so many lines I remember, and I've only ever seen it the one time. Um, so this was only the second time I'd watched it. I'd build it up so much that you were just walking in assuming you were going to fucking hate it. And there, even a couple times throughout the movie, you had the, the fucking balls to be like, what are you making me watch? And I was like, just fucking watch the movie because can you just confirm to me, how is the movie? I was pleasantly surprised. Thank you. But also, you didn't need to make it three fucking hours. It's, it's very long. It's a really long movie. <laughs> it is. It took us two days to watch it. Well, yeah, so so what we're going to do from now on for anything over like two and a half hours, we got to split this shit up yeah. because our, we put our kid to bed at 8, 8.30. We go to bed at like 11. So, you know, if you want good quality, I fell asleep the first night we watched it. Not because I was bored, but because I was fucking exhausted. Yeah, I was really into it, so I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, so we had to go back and rewatch like nine minutes of it that I missed the previous day. Yeah, I was not Yeah, I I still really liked it. I still, it it has a lot of good things about it. It's got a lot of really weird, It's got a lot of weird ass things about it, and it's got a lot of big ass flaws. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of run the gamut throughout all yeah. this. And that's kind of how I think it's regarded as, too. And I think if I had watched this movie two years ago... Before Hamilton. Before Hamilton, yeah. I would have had a completely different perspective. But throughout this entire movie, I couldn't help but compare it to what my new canon is, which is what, what you, happens in Hamilton. They're both totally wrong. Completely <laughs> wrong. Completely different. But then I just have, like... At the end of this, I'm like, oh yeah, Adams, what happens? You go, you go on and become president, Sit and down, then I just John, have like fat, fat motherfucker. motherfucker. I have that whole Adams administration song just going through my also, head. Also, couldn't be the only thing they share in common is the fact that they are quote unquote musicals. Couldn't be any different. There is not a black, Hispanic, hardly a female in this. <laughs> there are two women in this, yeah. and then everything else is just fucking old white dudes, which is. But I mean, that's what... But that's what you had to get done in 1972 was. when the movie came out in 1968. And to be when, quite honest, it's historically it's, it's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I but mean, it is very much a musical in that... It's not even like a musical musical. So Hamilton, and like a lot of plays like Les Mis, and you know, I could name a bunch, but are music through and through. There's not dialogue per se. Everything is in the guise of a song. Whereas this, there are maybe 10 to 12 songs in this two hour and 46 minute production. So there are giant stretches where there is no music. It's just scenes, which I also... Yeah, man, some of those scenes could have been a lot shorter. Exactly. Well, that's the problem with this, but I also have always been a fan of that style more. Hamilton's like the exception to me. I've never been a big fan of just... Song after song after song. Yeah. I like some of the exposition to be built around it, it with the narrative. It sometimes yeah. makes things convoluted. Um, so I appreciate it about this. But I didn't appreciate the fact that there's just like these big chunks of fucking arguments and, and speeches and monologues. Especially towards the end. Um, I was more so like the beginning and no, the middle. The, the end, end didn't bother me so much because... The end was fine with me because of the subject matter I was talking about, which we'll get to. And then when the, some of the songs hit, they're just like, 
wait, this is what we're doing a song about? Like, and this is who the, the guy that's doing the song? Yeah, it's it kind of it's it's very disjointed. Yeah. When it's good, it is very good. Um, yeah. What did you in particular in particular like about it? I'm sorry. What in particular did you like about it? Um. I can't really talk about it without getting into performances, to be quite honest. Okay, so we'll get to... I mean, is there certain scenes you like um, I or liked, songs? I liked the Continental Congress back and forth when they're doing, like, the pros and the cons and stuff. That's the bread and butter of the movie. Yeah. If you, if you literally keep it... I think it, that they did it really well. Yeah, if you literally keep it within that room, like a it's 12 Angry Men, like, kind Continental of, Congress yeah, musical, yeah. I'm all in. Everything that, that I dislike more. about the movie is with, is out of that context. Yeah. So the movie, I love the way the movie starts. Like I love immediately sets up the conflict. I love. Um, it said I don't know that like the names of the songs, because again it's only the second time that cool. I've seen this. Cool. 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 Considerate men is not one of my favorites. Um, I think actually, so I put the theatrical cut on. There's an extended cut. How there's an extended cut, I have no idea. No, I think it, this is the extended cut. No, it asked me, directors are extended, and I picked directors. Oh. Um, but I'm, I thought I read that Cool, Cool, Considerate Men is not actually in, like, the original thing, but we saw it. I don't know, man. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Sit Down, John is my favorite song. It's the first song. It's so I good. I can't help. It's what you I've fat quoted. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's something that it, that it is like, like it goes direct. from musical to musical. Yeah. Um. So I I, I always like that. Um, yeah, I mean that, and that's a great way to start. That's like the first song. It's the first song. Yeah. yeah so that's the first song, I and mean, it's just got a lot of momentum. It, like so, you said, sets a very good yeah. stage. So that, all of the there's so many bits and reoccurring games and like great moments. So I love Delaware fucking bickering. You got the old sick man. You got the Scottish dude, and you got the the, just the asshole, you know, making up, you know, their congregation. New York abstaining courteously is just always funny to me. I it's, mean, it's great. It's a good bit, and it has a great payoff at the end. Um, uh, what's his name? Hopkins from Rhode Island. Just, he's a drinking man, you know, like, always a good character. Um, Reese Witherspoon's great-great-grandfather. What? John Witherspoon, Reverend John Witherspoon. Oh, is it seriously dis- related to Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, a oh. descendant. Cool. Yeah. Good for her. Ancestor. Um, so I like all uh, John Hancock being like. I mean, I just yeah. the disheveled voice of reason. You have um, what's his name McLean or the guy basically is getting everyone drinks. It's like the errand. You know, yeah. kind of running like chicken with his head cut off. All all those pieces, all those dynamics. They all come together. They really all come well. together really well, and then they all play off each other really well. It, it just, all the drama, because um, for as funny as it is, like, I love, like, it doesn't, it doesn't hold back. It tackles the slavery part of it. It tackles how, you know, they had to get that done to get that done. Um, it's all there, and it's all, like, not sugar-coated. Again, it's not necessarily the most historically accurate thing, because, like, reading research on it, like, John Adams wasn't even really obnoxious or disliked by anybody. Um, from what I saw, I mean, later on he would be as president, but like in this, you gotta remember, like this is happening, like yeah, Washington and Hamilton and all them are like on the battlefields right now, like fighting, but you know, everything is still like embryonic, um, because that's why they're so unsure if we're gonna, you know, win or lose. Um, it's when it gets out of the Continental Congress or when like 
other people get the spotlight beyond like the principal really six people does it hurt a falter I could have totally gone without Abigail Adams being day dreamt three or four times and bringing her in man what is salt Peter it's what they use to make gunpowder okay and like guns and things gotcha ask me how I know how do you know Civ 3 baby because I play Civilization. Oh, that's an HQ question tomorrow. That's how I know a lot of... <laughs> honestly, how I know a lot of, like, that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, so like The Hanging gar- Gardens of Babylon. So all the Abigail Adams stuff, it was just like... It just tacked on fucking 20 minutes of the movie I didn't need. Same thing with uh, the... And, and the I think, go ahead. I think it's really weird that they call each other their dearest friends. I don't even like you half the time. I won't call you my dearest friend. Yeah, no, I... What's your name? Um, same thing goes for I didn't need the really, really, really creepy Martha Jefferson song with basically Adams and Franklin just oh, trying yeah, he to... He plays the violin. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he devil's plays. Devil's Triangle, Martha Je- Jefferson. <laughs> Look, that's, um, in a, that, that's inappropriate. That's a current reference. That's a drinking game. Um, like, so all that stuff just doesn't work um there's a really random part there's there's the mama look sharp song <laughs> that's just the courier boy singing it's really weird and like the whole like five minute sequence beforehand of like all those people just talking was like why like why are we doing this um and then yeah and yeah it was just weird yeah, there's a there's a lot. The general, the general, quote unquote, that came and what general? He wasn't really the general, but like then they were for a great little wait. You can get online, call the general, and save some time. That's not my character, but what general? I don't know what general we're talking about. No, they called him the general, um, the courier guy. Oh, they did? Well, because he's bringing messages from Washington. Right, I know, but yeah. he wasn't actually, he's not actually the general. I know he's not the actual general. Um, Washington's the general. So, yeah, so, again, there's a lot up, there's a lot down. Um, what did you really not like? I really can't get into it without talking oh about God. some of these performances. What? I I think that this heavily relied on performances, good and bad, and I it's hard to distinguish it. I didn't like, like you said, a lot of the things that took place outside of the Continental Congress. Um, I didn't like how I felt like there were too many people. Well, it was trying to be accurate. I yeah, mean, but it's too many. I don't care. They all look alike. At least in like wow, half, they do. They no, did. they didn't. Old white men? No. You had the fat dude. You had the doctor dude. You had the racist dude. You had the other racist dude. You had the Pennsylvania dude. You had the Scottish dude. You had the dude that had cancer. So he had like, a, like an eye patch, but it was on his cheek. You had uh, you had the Jonah Hex looking Rhode Island guy. You had um, uh, Mr. Feeney. You had Benjamin Franklin. You had... Um, I Fucking got more Chucky here. grown up. 
who's Chucky grown up? Thomas Jefferson. Oh, we'll get to Thomas Jefferson later. Um, <laughs> My point exactly. But then you had all those other guys that were playing cards, fat old white guys playing cards. It's 1776. Yeah, that's the way I it know, is. I know, but I couldn't tell them apart. At least in Hamilton, I could tell them apart. They were all different. You know what my least favorite part of the movie was? What? Was you constantly being like, that's not my Thomas Jefferson. It's like, yeah, no, I that's... I didn't say that. I ca- thought it. I didn't say it out There's loud. a couple times where you were pretty obnoxious. I was trying to make sure that you weren't falling asleep on me again. I wasn't. No, that was the first half. The second half yesterday, you were normal, for the most part. Except for one song. And I was like, shut up. What song? <laughs> Molasses to Rum. Man, that song sucked. That song did that suck. That song sucked a dick. That song did what suck. What the fuck was happening in that scene? All right, I didn't like that scene. I didn't like any time these people who didn't know what the fuck they were doing, because they were against independence, saying and like, we're on a soapbox and all of that. Because one, they're wrong. Obviously. Obviously. Because yeah. we're independent now, Samantha. Yes, That's I know. That's a brilliant statement. Well, duh, I know. <laughs> Go on. And two, I just didn't like them. I didn't. I, maybe that's because they did a good job of making them the villains. Yeah, they're not good people. It's... But I didn't think that they were good actors, and I didn't think that the songs were good songs, regardless songs, of who was singing them. The, so the two main songs, so Cool, Cool, Considerate Men, that's sung by Dickinson from Pennsylvania, who's basically the primary antagonist. And Molasses to Rum, sung by Rutledge, I guess you'd say the secondary antagonist, who represents South Carolina. They both do fantastic jobs at playing their part and singing their parts, but the songs are horrible. They're terrible. Most of the I songs... I thought it was back in West Side Story Most of the songs aren't great. Like, I mean, they're really oddly, like, strung together. It's like... Because this isn't Rogers, this isn't Hammerstein, this isn't, like, anybody notable. Yeah, this is just... This is fucking... This is just uh, Peter Stone and cool. Sherman Edwards. I'm cool. sure I'm shitting over people that are actually famous... Um, uh, nope, this guy's literally known for 1776, and this guy is known for uh, Charade and what? Mirage. What? But I think, so that's us saying this now in 2018, we're saying these songs are shit. Not all of them are, like I said. Most of, so overall, it's not Sit a down very, John is good. Yeah. I love the Lees of Old Virginia. I love the I Richard. I could have done without it. Richard Henry Lee. I could have done without it. That was it. always my second favorite. I wish that guy was in it more. He actually won a Tony for his part. In the actual play, that cool. in that actual. Does actor. he have an egot? No, he doesn't uh, have an well, egot. Fuck off. He's got a T. John Legend has an egot, so fuck off, whoever you are. Um, so I liked those. Um, I liked the but Mr. Adams because it was like gave some tertiary characters some rub, allowed them to kind of show off. Again, too long. It's like a ten minute fucking song because they're just like going back and forth. Um, Do you think we would have felt differently about this musical had we seen it? Like live? Live or in the seventies or in the eighties? No, I mean I still closer to I mean I still really like it because I like as we're about to get to finally, so you can contribute Thank the you. charisma and the performances of many of the main characters and a lot of the comedy and humor that's derived from the situations. The music is like secondary but also part of the humor because it is kind of like a ridiculous concept. Like Hamilton makes it cool and makes it really work. Whereas this is just like, some of it's like, huh? Yeah. You know, um, other songs, I didn't mind The Egg was also fine. Um, and Is Anybody There? Basically when Adams is like one of the main people, I'm cool with it. But yeah. 
I get your point on that some of the villain stuff doesn't also work. It doesn't, it doesn't, I think it's unnecessary. No, I think it's very necessary, but I think that in the scope of an almost three hour movie, it's just very drawn out. And, and then uh, part turn, of that could be purposeful because... And then they turned off all the lights. The process is purposeful because <laughs> because it t- this took... Look, like, you see the passage of time. You see them ripping the, 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 the dates off the wall and, like, how picky they're getting with certain phrases and also how they're wasting their time early on with going over stupid matters. And even that first scene, like, it's like a 20-minute scene of them... You know, I second the motion for to talk about independence. I don't second like, like that's how it was. Mm-hmm. Like that part, that shit is accurate. And that there's a reason why we don't have a government that operates like that any longer, because it does such a better job now. Hey, take that MAGA hat off, Samantha. And she did. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. If you think that's the truth, you could turn this off at any moment, please. Um, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? You stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> this has been the mean. This is what happens when we can't talk about politics or history. Yeah. Let's get yeah. fucking mean. Yeah, well, I'm passionate about both. You're not passionate about history. I could be. Tell me your five favorite historical events right now. Uh, the Boston Tea Party. What's so exciting about the party? Why is that your number one favorite historical event? I didn't say it's my number one. I it's the said, first it's in my one top you said. Five. It's in my top five. Okay. The Boston Tea Party. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear these other four. Columbus sailing to America. Happy Columbus Day, everybody. Happy Columbus Day, mm-hmm. everyone. And and enslaving everybody he met. Good job. Number two. Number three. D-Day. Uh-huh. When the Holocaust ended. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are those two separate ones, or is that all one? No, D-Day is the, is when the Holocaust ended. Do you not know your history? I yeah. I think D-Day is the day it was like, when we stormed the beaches of Normandy, it was like, all right, everyone go home. Like, that's not how... That's when the war ended. Largely, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Sure. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, Argue with me about it. Number That's number three. Uh-huh. Waiting for two more. The fourth one is when we went to the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said it like you and I. <laughs> you know, when, when you and I went, and to, I the went to the moon? Yeah, it was a good time. Had a lot of fun. Lost well, a lot of weight. When America went to the moon. Mm-hmm. And also, the Gettysburg Address. Half of those are bullshit. <laughs> you cannot tell me about... Four score and seven years ago. Uh-huh. That's how the Gettysburg Address starts. Sure, let me hear the rest of it. I'm not Abraham Lincoln. I do not need to know the rest of it. What else? Call me out on. I did really well in my U.S. history class. I took AP U.S. history. I got a five on my AP test. I took IB. I got a five on my IB history But nobody test. cares about you. That's yeah. the difference here. Yeah. So I didn't have to do those SATs because I said IB because I was good uh, enough to get in in the first place. Sure, cool. Yeah, you had to work. How fucking dumb is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This fucking do what they tell me to do and just pass one thing yeah, and then you're a I'm sheep. in. Mm-hmm. I ain't a sheep. I'm a, I'm a fucking smarty pants. <laughs> Performances. We should just scrap this whole thing. <laughs> 
vote no. Um, God, there's a lot of people to talk about. Um, where do you want to start? I think MVP is going to be the easiest. It's a two-person race. It's a two-person race between Mr. Feeney. Mm-hmm. William Daniels. William Daniels. And Howard De Silva, Benjamin who plays Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. So I, had, I had such a preconceived notion going into this that yeah. it was going to be Benjamin Franklin, Howard De Silva, because he's my favorite character from the first time I watched I mean, he's it. He's a great character. Nobody, a lot of humor. Nobody en- encompasses Ben Franklin and every story you've ever heard about him more. Right. Why would I go there? For the drinking and the whoring. And he immediately gets up. It's right. Just, yeah. I mean, it, I, think I, I think that one scene alone is why me and all my friends like that movie. Because I'm like, that's just cool. Like, that's just like. That's our. Oh, that's why you idolize Ben that's, Franklin. No, that's the guy in the hundred dollar bill who f- discovered like electricity, and he just into fucking whores. <laughs> like, that's just, yeah. Do you know anything about great. Ben Franklin? Um, so I'm still ultimately fine with that if you want to go that route. But this movie is so much worse if it's not for the fucking frantic, incredible effort and energy that is William Daniels and everything that he is. The reason why I still am tending to go to Howard Da Silva is because William Daniels is a little too theatrical in this. Well, I mean, he this is adapted from a Broadway sure, play. Sure, sure. But I feel like there's many other actors in this who also were the same, like Howard Da Silva, who don't give a like a Broadway live performance. They did some tweaks that make it seem more real on screen. Whereas there are moments mm-hmm. where still I feel William Daniels is like projecting. <laughs> like he's he's too uh he's too uh what's the word I'm looking for? He's too showy, if that makes sense. I feel like he's overacting at times. Um but when he's like when he's not doing that, I mean this movie would crumble without him. Like he's I, more yeah. he's more important to the movie but I, but I could argue that Benjamin Franklin is more valuable because of the character that he is and like the more nuanced performance. So I'll let you decide whichever one you want to go with. I mean, it's a tough decision. It really is because they both do such a great job. Um, but oh, it's tough. That's tough. Really tough. I, I will tell you why I'm still leaning towards Benjamin Franklin mm-hmm. to see if it helps you. The a couple scenes in the back half of the movie, specifically the last like forty five minutes, where Franklin is like trying to talk Adams off the ledge about things. So specifically, when Adams is still fighting the slavery piece with Rutledge, and Franklin just breaks it down for him in terms of like, like, look, we have other chances to nail this. Like, yeah, this is like, that's not a showy like like theater stage thing that is a quiet uh contained strength that franklin has he does the same thing earlier on when it seems like the voting is shot before they re-debate yeah the slavery thing okay that's yeah. why i tend right. to, to go there because he can do that but he can also be oh i'm, Benj- I'm benjamin franklin and i'm a, a slut and you know whatever yeah so that i swayed you with that yeah okay so we'll go howard de silva as the MVP of 1776. But again, I, I was stunned at how fucking good William Daniels is when he's just fucking in it, you know? Um, another thing I want to point out that I didn't necessarily like, I feel like the ending is very anticlimactic. 
I mean, granted, we know they're going to fucking sign the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, but it's just them lining up and signing the Declaration of Independence. Like, there's not a lot of, like, power or, like, emotion behind it. Like, it's, like, they finally get the agreement. It kind of crescendos with um, James Wilson from Pennsylvania, like, going against Dickinson and Dickinson having this, like, emotional exit. Um, But then they kind of, like, dwell on it. Like, everything in this movie... And then it's like 10 more minutes. Yeah. And it's like, well, I guess we should sign this thing, huh? All right, everyone come on up. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it feels a little like, there's not like a, like, a, we did it. I'm, I'm imagining them go, whoa. I was our daughter says when she does anything now. I'm waiting for like the world turned upside down. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. You know. And I don't know if it's fair that I've compared this movie every step of the way to Hamilton. It's hard to now. It's, not. H- it's hard not to compare it. It's hard not to have Hamilton. I mean, it's ingrained in everything. I listen to it every morning on my way to work. Like, it's ingrained in everything that I do and it's changed a lot of how I see history and, yep. and the future. So it's hard to not compare it. I don't think it's fair. I, mean, I definitely admit that. But, yeah, it's hard to not have that just last like hurrah but not just this plateau you know because I feel that's what it is it like plateaus and it just like evens out and nothing exciting happens at the end like whenever we build like a show like a sketch show or mm-hmm. something you always want to start with strong sketches and end with strong sketches if you end with a shitty sketch like Saturday Night Live did this past Saturday that's all you remember Oh, we're not we're not getting into any more politics <laughs> at the moment. Um, all right, so Howard De Silva's the MVP. William Daniels a strong runner up, strong number two. Other people who I really liked, who I think are not the LVP, but give some some props to. Um, I like uh, John Dickinson, the guy mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania. Yeah, John um, Hancock. John Hancock, that I we liked. talked about. Uh-huh. A very good exasperated him smacking flies and mm-hmm. trying to deal with everything, and then also had some really good quiet like connection with Adams, like, you know, where I stand, you know, if you want me to do this, and Adam's like, no, nah, man, like, you gotta be... Like, you're fair. You gotta be, be you. You gotta be you. You do you, kid. Um, so the guy, Stephen Hopkins, the 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 drunk guy, yeah, yeah, he was, was after after Franklin number two in terms of comedy. Um, like I said, I like Richard Henry Lee. Um, for the little bit that he's in, I wish we had more of him. Um, it would have made the film a little bit more entertaining Lee to me. Um, entertaining. I got it, but that's not the correct use of an adverb. I forced it. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, I also liked, um. You did it terribly. The guy who. Terribly. I heard you. Terribly. I'm gonna flick you in the eyelid. Um, James Wilson, who I talked about. The guy who at the end kind of has like the moment of like, look, I don't want to be remembered as the guy that fucking caused us to not be independent. I don't want to be remembered at all. Like, really powerful in that one scene. Um, Fat-ass Samuel Chase, he was fine. Um, I like the guy. I don't know why they built up the Dr. Hall from Georgia, like, earlier on, I guess, because, like, they were trying to be, like, historically accurate, and he was the newbie. Same thing with New Jersey. Uh, Another good gag in that New Jersey's just not there. Uh, They just kind of and getting lost. And they just kind of show up out of nowhere. That was funny. Um, I like Roger Sherman. Not Roger Sherman. Well, Roger Sherman's still fine. Sherman and uh, I think Livingston were the other two that were part of the um, But Mr. Adams song. Who's the guy that was reading the 
The dispatches. I liked him, too. Oh, yeah, like the announcer? Yep. Um, the Renee Young? Yeah. Other group? Sure. And I liked um, McNair was the name so of the guy. So you like pretty much everyone. So why don't you tell us the, the two people who, three people who you didn't well, like. Well, I'll let you kind of tell me who you didn't like to see where we're going. Look, I, I have, I have this a, Chucky Finster looking motherfucker, motherfucker. I don't even know who you're Thomas talking. Jefferson? Yeah, I didn't like Because yeah. he's a ginger. Well, it wasn't even. <laughs> so That's let's be clear. I like so I just spent five minutes in detail recounting scenes like songs I didn't like this guy because of his hair from the movie explaining why people were talented he terrifies me but you were just like man fuck that ginger Thomas Jefferson yeah fuck that ginger Thomas Jefferson look he's still my LVP as well but it's not because of the color of his hair I don't see colors especially when it comes to hair I see you want me to say something shitty performances you want me to say something absolutely not um, what about that Rutledge guy? I didn't like so him. So I knew you were going to mention Rutledge. So Fucking fuck that song. Fuck this guy. So I'm going to say fuck the song more. That, fuck this guy. That guy, I feel like, had a stroke in the middle of that song. Like, cause yeah, because... Molasses to rum is like a weird thing. But then like he steps up on the table and for like a good solid three minutes, like this is not a joke. I'm not trying to be funny here because this isn't funny. Like holds a fake slave auction. And he's like speaking in fucking African tongues and stomping me, and gesturing. Like, and that was the moment you were like so uncomfortable. But like, it worked. Like I'm sitting there, I'm like, this fucking guy is crazy. And I like don't over. take this guy's slaves away because he's gonna be so worse <laughs> off. I leaned over to you. I was like, what the fuck are you making me like? What the fuck is I was happening? Like, Shh, I just want to see what else is gonna fucking happen because this is crazy. Uh, I like that guy because I liked his back and forth with Adams. Um, and Jefferson in terms of argument, argumentative sections and dialogue. A lot of these guys aren't the best singers from what we know now, so I'm not going to count the song against him. Um, oh, I'm counting the song against him. Oh, no, but it's still Thomas Jefferson more than anybody. I feel like, I don't know why I remember like seeing this the first time and feeling like Jefferson was so much more important, but it's all fucking Adams and Franklin. Jefferson doesn't even... So Jefferson's a part of the But Mr. Adams song. Of course, he's part of the Egg song as well. Kind of them reacting to, like, how good the declaration is and whatnot. But, like, basically, like, he's just a, a wuss who complains about, like, not being able to see uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. And then they bring her in and they just pound each other off screen to the point where Franklin and Adams have to sing about how she's just glowing with fucking Jefferson spunk. Um... <laughs> That's, you know, that's... I the may long be, and short of it. I, I may be switching some details on, but, you know, that's basically what it is. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like they, like, just kind of, like, pushed him aside. Not from a historical perspective, because I'm like, this guy's kind of a fucking lame-o. Let's, yeah, I'm like, who is this guy? Like, this guy is not... This is not... David Diggs, David I know, you Diggs. said it three times. I was like, man. I would love to, like, redo 1776. David Diggs has so much swag. With all the old fucking white dudes you can find, but just still plant David Diggs in as Thomas Jefferson. It'd be yeah. a lot of fun. It would. But he's just sitting there, like, when they're changing it, you know, he's just making his motions. Even when, like, he kind of, even when, like, when they're fucking with him, and, like, he's supposed to be, like, standing up, and Adam's, like, telling him, like, and, like, when he finally does, I'm like, that's all you got? Fuck your Thomas Jefferson. Even like, um, 
Exactly. My biggest problem, I, I really, really like how they get into, you know, the argument of slavery and, like, they force him to tackle, like, he's a slave owner as well. And then his statement is like, I've already prepared to relinquish them upon whatever. Just, like, the way he delivered a lot of his shit, just, like, killed a lot of momentum just, that was happening. Right. He just wasn't charismatic. He was very stoic. Like, I just didn't enjoy it. And I don't I, I don't want to believe that Thomas, like, everything I've read about Thomas Jefferson or what I've seen in other stories, like, that's just not oh, how yeah. he is. Well, you've seen in other stories, like, the V Diggs. <laughs> It, Look, it, it seems it's like okay. Embrace our new reality. <laughs> Gotta be in Monticello. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not my not my character. Not my character. This is my character. No, <laughs> I'm never gonna have it again. But let me go back to Rutledge for a second. Yeah. Fuck you, Judge Barry Murdoch, Law and Order SVU. That's who that motherfucker is. My mind's gonna blow. I knew he looked familiar. I know, me too. And I was like, who is this guy? What the fuck's this guy doing? That's crazy. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, fuck you. That is crazy. Well, we can't make it that guy now. Yeah, we can. No, 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 no. No, I mean, I think we've settled it. Fucking, it's... Yeah, it's Thomas Jefferson. It's Thomas Jefferson. I'm glad you're in agreement with it. Ken Howard is the guy. Uh, Oh, I recognize this guy. What else was he in? Oh, rest in peace, bro. Oh, man, he's been in a lot of shit. I recognize him from something. Hold on. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was the white shadow? Oh, it's not going to help him, but <laughs> but still, he's the white shadow. Um, Yeah, just not charismatic at all. Not exciting. Um, there was somebody else I was going to point out, just not being very good. Um, oh, the fucking courier boy. Like, oh, that yeah. whole time, that's my least favorite part of the movie is that fucking song. It's just like, it's very forced. It very feels like, well, yeah. let's get somebody else's perspective. You know, but it's like, no, you just tacked on another 10 minutes of this fucking movie. For no reason. For no reason at all. Um, all right, so Ken Howard is the LVP of 1776. Um, Fun yeah. fact, he was also on an episode of Law & Order SVU. I mean, granted, who hasn't been on an episode of Law & Order? David Diggs has been on an episode of Law & Order SVU. I don't think I've seen William Daniels in one. Excuse me. Uh, Excuse me, Mr. Baba. That's not... Look, you're just fucking up on your impressions tonight. Hey, greetings and salutations. This is me, Dr. Teeth. What's going on? From Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Hi, hi, Dr. Teeth. What brings what brings you here today? We're talking about musicals. Talking movies. I'm a music man myself. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie 1776? Nope. Okay. Catch you later. <laughs> cool, great. You're a dick. First rule of improv. Don't say no. That's like the concept of, like, he's a reoccurring guest, but, like, he has nothing to add. <laughs> just, Let's do it. I love it. Cool. That's now Dr. Teeth. every show. Dr. Teeth from the Muppets. Until we forget about it, like, all the other fucking Just so characters. you know, the reason he came about is because our daughter, who is almost two, likes to watch the new Muppet Babies on the Disney Channel. And there was a, an episode with Dr. Teeth. And Mullet was making dinner and just started talking about Dr. Teeth. He just started being Dr. Teeth in the kitchen making dinner. Like, hey, what's going on, family? Like, and, and, and like, free, Jillian was like, well, The first okay. two sentences, I nailed it as usual, and then now it's gone. Same thing with uh, yesterday at work. So me and my buddy Justin from work, I've started doing this thing where, like, uh, our other friend who no longer works with us at work, Javier, has a very, very strong, hilarious Puerto Rican accent. Um, even he would tell you that. Um, but he also, like, 
analyzes things too much. So we like to consider him not understanding what any movie is about just based on the title. And we did this for like eight hours of work yesterday. Um, so I'll probably be doing some Javier at some point. So you mean to tell me? No, don't, the, don't, don't, don't. The, the whole movie don't. is don't about one pie. Like the life of that pie will not be long because I will eat the pie. Um, Justin's better at yeah, it. Yeah, because Justin is Hispanic. You're not allowed to make fun of people. I'm not making accent. fun. You're not allowed to make fun or try to do impressions. He's a friend. People with heavy he's a, accents. Doesn't he's a matter. friend. He's a friend. He, doesn't he, matter. He's fine with it. He doesn't mind. He doesn't know I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, this didn't get the best reviews. It got nominated for some Tonys. I won a couple, like I said. Like I think they revived it in the '90s. Like it just doesn't seem like. I mean, this this musical's fucked forever now. Like, yeah. I would like to do this. Which role would you play? I don't want to be. I, I mean, you're gonna be Thomas Jefferson. No, I want to be. I, I feel like I should be Jefferson just to help that roll out. Yeah. That's... Um, I mean, I'd want to be Benjamin Franklin because it's the coolest. I mean, I, there's several. I would like to be him. I like to be Stephen Hopkins. Uh, I wouldn't mind being John Hancock, just because I feel like I'd be a good, like, just annoyed, fucking stressed out. I could out. be John Hancock. And he doesn't have to do a lot of Oh, no, singing. I'm sorry. You have to be either Abigail Adams or... We didn't talk about the women, uh, just like the movie kind of glanced over as well. Uh, Blythe Danner's always fine. I mean, what's she going to do? She had one scene in the movie where she had to be fawned over. Man. Abigail Adams would be up Blythe there for me. Blythe Danner, though. Keeping them checks. Keep getting them, and them checks. And then Botox for... injections. Yeah, hey. Um, she got good genes, though. Gwyneth Paltrow's beautiful. Gwyneth Paltrow's got some stuff done. Um, Abigail Adams, also, I wasn't a big fan of. Like, again, I, mean, she... I attribute those to. Salt Pizza! It was like the most awkward thing, and I actually knew what salt Peter was made for. I'm like, why are you talking about what you used to make gunpowder, lady? Like, it was, was it really that important to the cause? It was very bad. Like all those, like, like I, I appreciate the creative liberty they took of like, oh, John Adams in his trying times needed to hallucinate and daydream conversation with his wife to make himself feel better. Like I didn't need to see it four times over two to three songs that just drug everything out so much they did you're right and and i guess to be fair back in 1776 they would just have to write letters back and forth yeah like what would you do if we were apart i would be so fucking happy actually i uh, know i wouldn't i miss Jesus. you i love you i, love you. Yeah, I know I it doesn't seem like it on the show, but I do love you. And I would, I don't think I, it would, because they didn't have cell phones, they didn't have telephones, they didn't have any of this. They didn't have mail. <laughs> you had right. to give a letter to somebody and tell them, like, go deliver this. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it's a little trying. I, yeah. that, that's how we would have to communicate it. Yeah, I'd be all right. Um, <laughs> I, like, I complained about you being mean. It just threw it right back at you. It's fine. Because my role. Sure. It's, yeah. No, it, it would be very difficult. I, I mean, it's hard enough when we're in a different city for four days and we keep missing each other when we call or, or text or whatnot. So, you know, just, the difference is, like, it's a short vacation. This is months on end. They're trying to craft a document to fucking... Doesn't seem like it was that hard to independence. write. It's very true. Well, like, because there's a, like, he starts to write it, and, like, he crumbles something up, and there's a bunch of papers strewn about, and they come in, and it's like, this is all I got. It's fine. We got you a fucking 
basically they said, don't say that, that's horrible. Uh, I'm starting to censor myself. I'm basically going to just say that, hey, here's your hole, Thomas. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> that's basically all the fucking Martha Jefferson is. And apparently, according to like, actual history, like she just had a miscarriage, so she basically was like an invalid at this point. So that none of that happened. They just did it for the sake of the story. Flushing out this character. Yeah. Um, man, and that character is flushed, let me tell you. Um, yeah. I think we tackled most of it. I think we got all the characters. Let me see if there's any other segments that we missed. I, I still liked it. I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to like it upon second viewing. See, I liked it more than I thought I would yeah. because it had more humor. The music wasn't you. terrible. The acting was pretty good. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Good. See, I, I didn't... Although I could have done with an hour shorter. Well, yeah. If it, it's been a good solid like, two hours, I think this would get, is going to get another like point, point and a half from my yeah. score. But ultimately, the length and a lot of the extra fat that's in this movie is going to drag the score down for me personally. So. Okay. What score are you going to give it? Um, I'm going to give it a six and a half. I was also going to give it a six and a half. I think that's fair. Because I like it, but man, fuck that Rutledge. <laughs> fuck some of the songs. Like, it was way too long. You know, I, I very unorganized, disjointed, like you said. The in terms of yeah, yeah uh, like the stuff's really, really good, and it's like, oh yeah, this is a musical. Why are they singing now? They've been singing for like a half an hour. Right. Um. So yeah, I I my seventeen seventy six thirst has been quenched after fifteen years. Good. I will shut the fuck up. Take I'll pay that. you a dollar to shut up, as they say in Cool Runnings. Um. So yeah, so 1776, your 2015 movie we should have watched in the books. Uh, the, now let's go ahead and tell you, that there's only three nominees for our last retroactive um, movie we should have watched. So make sure to go to arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets and vote for it so we can watch it before the end of the year. The nominees are The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, and Serenity. Uh, I feel like this one's going to get down and dirty because... There's one of them is going to be a lot of fun to fucking watch and talk about. One of them, mm -hmm. you and a lot of people are passionate about. Mm -hmm. And The Life Aquatic with Steve Suzu. Um, which is what I personally want to watch of the three. We'll um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast that we talked about. You can go to arcadeaudio.net to listen to this show and all the other ones in our network of shows. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio to get bonus episodes and to support the podcast. Vote in the movie awards by going to arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets. Please, please, please. You'll have the opportunity to vote through the end of November. Um, so that gives us enough time in December to watch the winner and then get ready for, man, we're coming, it's, can't believe it's October. We are three months away already from uh, our, second an, our second annual like live mullet awards. Um, follow us on social media, um, at Mary W. Movies, Married Movies uh, on Facebook, and marriedmovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Also coming up very, very soon on Patreon that we didn't talk about. Of course, it's October. Halloween's fast approaching. Um, as of right now, we have split kind of in the works, but we also are going to hopefully have another like horror spooky film for Halloween, as well as a Patreon exclusive from this past weekend. Samantha sat down with two former guests of the show, 
uh, Tatiana Aragon and Carly Coffey, her two uh, very, very close friends, and watched the movie Practical Magic while Woo! myself and Tom Burkholder, Carly's fiance, were still in the room. Um, you guys willingly stayed. Where did you record that on your iPad, right? Yeah. So I need, I need to edit that. Yeah, it's already up. Cool. I'll, I'll get to listen to the second half of it that I missed because I was passed out. Yeah. Um, Carly has a request for your editing, too. Oh, wonderful. What is it? So I know. There's things to edit out. Oh, did she say it? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, she knows how it works. Okay. I'm pretty sure also Tom and I were being loud and obnoxious the first half of it, so. Pretty sure. That's a good statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's non-canon, by the way, so whatever score it gets does not impact the box. It does. Or it's not eligible to be it nominated does. because we don't own the movie. We, we had should. to watch it off of... Now we're buying it. HBO. Now we're buying it. Okay, and then we will rewatch it, and then I will give it the fucking two that it deserves. Um, whew, you just snap looked at me. Holy shit. Firm mullet. <laughs> this is mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. If there's not an episode next week, I'm dead. Help. Vote yes. Vote yes. Vote for independence. Say somebody open up a window. You just want to say that line. That they go hand in hand. That's the song. That's the way the song goes. What's the line after that? What's the rest of the song? Vote for independence. Say cool, cool, considerate men. Drink rum, boy. Molasses and rum, yum da tan 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 tan. Molasses to rum to slurs. Oh, what a beautiful waltz. You dance with us, we dance with you in molasses and rum and slurs. Who'll sail the ships out of Boston, laden with Bibles and rum? Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.